Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and we have a really important topic today. I have a special guest, Christine Hammond. She is what I would call an expert in the, in the topic of abuse. So Christine is a leading mental health influencer, author, and guest speaker. Um, as an author of the award-winning The Exhausted Woman's Handbook and more than 500 articles, Christine has more than 1 million people downloading her podcast, Understanding Today's Narcissist. And I know everybody's very interested in that topic also. So she has over uh, 400,000 views on YouTube. Her practice specializes in treating families of abuse and trauma with personality disorders involved um, which is based on her own personal experience. She has a new book, Abuse Exposed, Identifying Family Secrets That Breed Dysfunction. It's available now. We're going to talk about that topic today. It's, we're going to talk about abuse. So, Christine, welcome to the channel. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Tom. I'm so glad I get to be here with you. And I, you know, this has been a, an interesting journey for me as I started writing through the book. I talked a little bit about my own personal story and how I got here. And, um, and now I've been privileged to work with thousands of families and helping them to deal with their experiences of abuse and trauma and trying to get them to the other side of being able to find a path of healing and wholeness uh, after what has been oftentimes very traumatic many years of their life. Well, I know you have a lot of experience and you provide what I try to provide in this uh, channel, and that is hope and help to families. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about abuse. I've been practicing family law for 35 years. I see it in practically every case to some level. So tell us how frequent it is, um, what is abuse, and can you give us some examples? Sure. If we look at the technical definition of abuse, it is the misuse of something. So if you, you think about abuse as misusing, so you can misuse just about anything um, in any one in a, in a variety of situations. And I don't want all of abuse to be thought of as like a level 10 of abuse, which would be life threatening. Rather, I want to see it more on a spectrum from anywhere from a one all the way up to a 10. So for instance, a one or two might be guilt tripping, for instance, when you guilt trip your child into doing something that you want them to do. Um, a four or five might be you use some manipulation in order to get something to happen. Um, we do that as parents naturally, of course, um, but it, children often do this a lot with their parents trying to get them to do something for them. But then as we move up the scale, we're talking about other types of abuse, um, sexual harassment. We're talking about rape goes in there. We're talking about molestation. We're talking about physical abuse and physical violence and making threats to other people. So there's a wide variety of different types of abuse. And, um, and what I'm trying to do is just bring awareness to people so that they understand that it isn't just all in one category. Right. That, <clears throat> that's a good explanation. Can you tell us um, why do people abuse? So it's a great question to ask. I get that question asked a lot of times. And so there are a variety of reasons why people abuse. And in my practice, what I have seen is that 
some people abuse because they were abused. And so it's a natural thing for them to do. So they've experienced it themselves. They don't know how to affect a result other than to abuse somebody else. Other people abuse because they have a disorder. They have a mental disorder that um, keeps them from being able to see things from another person's perspective. And that that mental disorder could be narcissism. It could be a borderline personality disorder. It could be um, anything on the schizophrenic spectrum um, that, that really does prevent them from looking at things from somebody else's point of view. Uh, they also could have, um, they could be abusing because they themselves don't know what else to do. And so it's kind of like a last resort. And so out of their own trauma or desperation or exhaustion, they actually start abusing other people in order to affect a response that they're trying to get. So there's a variety of reasons why people do it. And I don't just want to lump everybody into the old dynamic of they're trying to achieve power and control, which clearly there are some people who are trying to achieve power and control through abuse, but not everybody is trying to do that. Right, right. So I've heard of this concept of intentional versus unintentional abuse. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so intentional abuse would be something that I know I'm doing um, in order to affect a result. So I know that I am going to throw a punch at you um, because it's going to get you to back down on something. Unintentional abuse is something that I fall into by accident. I'm not meaning to guilt trip you. I'm not meaning to yell at you. But you, the receiver, might perceive that as being abusive. Maybe you grew up in a household for which yelling was uh, was always encountered along with a fist punch. And so yelling is like the precursor to getting hit. And so for you, yelling is a trigger. But for me, yelling is being passionate. And so that's an un unintentional form of abuse. I'm not doing it to try to abuse you. I'm just doing it because I think that this is normal, a reaction. But for you, it is not. So I think what information you're providing really dovetails perfectly into the purpose of my channel. And that is because I believe families matter. I wanna provide hope and help to families to successfully navigate the family law process in a healthy way. So let's talk about a healthy way. How do victims of abuse, whatever level it is, how do they best cope with that abuse? So, once you start to realize that you might be a victim of abuse, you have to start to identify the different types of abuse that exist. And so, for instance, a not so talked about type of abuse is financial abuse. And financial abuse, what that looks like is somebody withholding funds from you, hiding funds, keeping information from you. It is um, a way of trying to control perhaps your ability to be able to be promoted um, or to do a good job or to even work at all to try to keep you strung up or strapped into a certain financial situation. So if you recognize that you're being abused in a certain type of way, you have to identify the type of abuse that you're experiencing. That's the first step in coping with it. Once you've identified what that type of abuse is, then you have to start to find ways to work around that and to, to find ways to actually not allow that to have control of your life any longer. After you do that, then you have to do some healing for yourself so that you don't get caught back up into the same cycle again with somebody else 
um, which is a very common problem that I see a lot of my clients go through because they haven't completed the healing process. They just repeat it. Right. Um, so that leads me to my next question. What is the antonym or the solution to abuse in your opinion? So the antonym to it is kindness. And, and when, so when we abuse, we misuse, but kindness is the exact opposite of that. And when we look at being kind to one another, being gentle, trying to see things from other people's point of view, being empathetic towards one another, we can really affect a change, not only in ourselves and in our families, but in our entire community. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. I mean, we want to provide that um, help to our, our viewers um, because I obviously um, the vast majority of viewers are experiencing some level of abuse if it's that pervasive in, in marriages and in relationships and all that. All right, Christine, um, do you have a healthy tip for our viewers today? I do. Um, I have several, but I'm just going to pick on one. So my healthy tip of the day is what I would call a one minute meditation, which is something that I do quite often. And so a one minute meditation is something where you just take some deep breaths. Um, I call it yoga belly breathing breaths. So you breathe from your stomach, not from your chest. And you take a couple of deep breaths for a tune of one minute. And while you're doing that, you allow yourself to just relax your shoulders mostly because that's where the tension holds. And you just keep breathing really well for a solid minute. And then after that, you're able to look away um, and be able to regain some type of composure for yourself. I do this in between sessions. I do this before I walk into a meeting. It is one of my favorite things to do. It's the one minute meditation. You know, and I found myself doing that as you were um, talking about it, taking some deep breaths and just trying to relax. So that's great. You know, you're such, we've known each other for a number of years and you have so much good information. Um, if our viewers would like to hear a little bit more from you, I would love to hear <clears throat> about, <clears throat> excuse me, about narcissism at some point. I know you're, you're an expert on that too. So Leave a comment below if you want to hear more from Christine about narcissism or abuse or any other topic. Would love it if you'd hit that bell icon and like and subscribe to the channel. Um, if you'd like to hear more uh, videos in the future. Christine, thank you so much for being on the channel today. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. And we will see everybody next time. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.